If I were to listen to one of these choral pieces or orchestral pieces, I could appreciate, I could listen to it and say, oh, that sounds nice, but I don't have the ear to really hear what's actually going on, where someone who's trained in music is able to listen to something on a whole different level than I'm able to listen to it, right? If I go to one of these beautiful churches, I can, I can look at the architecture and say, oh, wow, that looks, that looks beautiful, that looks nice. But someone who's trained in architecture can look at that with a whole different vision and see something that I, I'm just not able to see. I look at a, a painting, an artist can appreciate things that I wouldn't be able to see, right? In our gospel today, we see Peter and John, this other disciple, running to the tomb. And the, the English says that they both saw. But if you look at that, the Greek text that the gospel was written in, it uses two different words to describe how Peter saw and how John saw. When Peter saw the cloths, he just, the, the word that it used kind of just means like to look at, to behold, um, to, to gaze at, without a real meaning to it. So Peter was just kind of looking at, at these things. Um, whereas the word that it uses for John, John was able to look at and to see the meaning of what happened. John saw, it says, and believed. He saw a pile of cloths and saw something a whole lot deeper there. And I think John was able to see that because the two main characteristics that are attributed to him in the scriptures. Number one, he's called in, in this gospel the disciple whom Jesus loved. There's a particular relationship of love between John and Jesus. Jesus, for John, there was no one else. That was the one that he was going to give his whole life to. And the other one that we hear um, in, in, the, in the entrance antiphon, the disciple who reclined on the breast of Jesus, who in all things kept himself close to Jesus' heart. That was, that was, those two are the defining characteristics of his life, that relationship of love with Jesus and always seeking to stay close to his heart. And if we imitate him in that by keeping close to Jesus, by loving him above all else, by leaning and resting and abiding in that heart of Jesus, that equips us to see things with a whole nother vision. We see how God is working and acting in these ordinary things. Like John was able to see ordinary claws and see something much more extraordinary. And our ordinary experiences, if we lean into that relationship, we see how God is working, how God is inviting us to respond through that. These ordinary things become very extraordinary. The visible things reveal something invisible to us. That's what this, this Christmas mystery is all about, that the invisible God was made visible to us. That's not just a one-time thing. The incarnation is an everyday experience when the invisible God makes himself visible to us in every day, the everyday experiences of our lives. And it's by leaning into that relationship with Jesus, by loving him above all things and seeking his heart, that he gifts us with that vision. Because I'm closer to him, I see with the eyes of the Lord. John also has a particular relationship with Mary, right? He, Mary was entrusted to him at the cross by Jesus. And Mary is the one who pondered the things in her heart. I think that, that similarity between John and Mary, remaining in that relationship, pondering these things in our hearts, that's how that vision comes about. That's, that's where that grace comes from. So through the intercession of St. John, through Our Lady, may we continue to ponder these things in our heart to keep ourselves close to the heart of Jesus so that we may see the ways that he is continually revealing himself to us. Amen.